What it do? It's your boy Chuck. This isn't you mad, it's a meme. This this isn't what's being posted today. This is me uh, being featured on another podcast. This was Chopping It Up. Uh, my cousin is the co-host for that podcast, so he asked me to join because the 49ers playing the Eagles, and he's a Niner fan. So we needed somebody to go head up with. And who's better than your boy to talk about the Eagles and Jalen Hurts? So that's what I did. Uh, it, their format's more of like a talking head style, so you know everybody gets a chance to talk. Some like first take or undisputed or even like a CNN, you know, one of those shows. So y'all enjoy. Uh, I, I try my best to entertain. Try to get get some ha ha, some hee hee, some some jokes off when it comes to sports. So we we typically don't talk about it a lot on this podcast, but you know. Y'all enjoy. Y'all make sure to tune in. They're on Instagram, chopping it up. Uh, we're going to post some of their content on uh, our IG page, too. I'm going to try to make a little mashup of me just saying the silliest shit ever. So without further ado, y'all enjoy. And whatever y'all do out here in these streets, just don't be the next meme. Holla. You know what it is. Welcome to Chopping It Up. And you mad as a meme. We got our first ever crossover, baby. As always, it's your boy, Leo. You know I had to have the co-host with me, so B-Will, holler at him for the one time. You know, it's B-Will, you know, Mr. Laker, Mr. Red Sox, but it's football season still, so it's Mr. Niner today. Oh, man, we got championship weekend coming up, and you see it. You see it. You mad as a meme. We got your own. We got Chuck in the building. Holler at him for the one time, Chuck. How y'all doing, everybody? It is Chuck, one half of you mad. It's a meme. Sitting here representing for my Eagles. We flying high today, baby. Oh, man. This weekend, it is going to be a battle. And yes, since we got a Niner and we got an Eagle, I guess you can give me some stripes because I'm about to be the referee today, baby. So let's jump into this game just right off bat. What you got? What you want, B-Will? What you got to say? Straight off the bat? Straight off the bat. I don't even want to prep it. I just want to make it go. But I got to let everybody know what it is. So let's start off. Let's start off with Chuck. Let's start off with the Eagles. Because we got Jaws to Randall Cunningham to McNabb to Vic. It's Hurts the next man in line. You talking about an offense that's been prolific all year long and it ain't college, baby. They doing this in the big leagues. And defensively, sacks ain't just a name. It's a lifestyle around here. And the Eagles have shown it don't matter who's on the field. You want to play for them, you want to play against them, you're going to feel the same hits, the same pain. Let's talk about them Philadelphia Eagles. Chuck, why don't you let us know a little bit about your boys? You kind of stole a little bit of my thunder. But, yes, from the McNabs to the Cunninghams to the Vicks, now we got the next Black, excellent quarterback at the Eagles with Jalen Hurts. He is an MVP candidate. He is a finalist right now, and he deserves it the way he played this year. If he didn't get injured for them last three, four games, he it would be a hands down, no debate, man. And we're just continuing to go on with the excellentness in the playoffs. You've seen what we did to the Giants. The Niners are going to be no difference. I don't even understand why people think this is going to be a game. Brock Purdy doesn't have it in our defense is too amazing, and I can't wait for the game. Oh, man, he taking shots at Mr. Purdy. I mean, 
They said he's not ugly. He purdy. That boy over there trying to do some work. But, you know, I, I can't just let you do that without letting Mr. Niner himself discuss. But we got to talk about this because we can go from Ken Norton Jr., Jamie Winborn, Takeo Spikes, Patrick Willis, Navarro Bowman, and all they do is keep on reloading. We might as well call this linebacker state because they treating the whole state of California like that's what they about to do. They get them from the south. They get them from the north, from San Francisco to Santa Clara. These boys have owned the Bay Area trying to get number six. Be well, why don't you talk to us and tell us about them Niners? I'll tell you this right now. You was talking about just the linebackers. You forgot about even the, the, the better half, the, the offense. You know, we've had the offensive greats. We had the original go Joe Montana to Steve Young. Jeff Garcia put respect on his name. We had the Alex Smith who became a great player. Colin Kaepernick. Need I say more? We, you already mentioned it. We got five chips. Come on. We got the GOAT Jerry Rice himself. Who else? T.O. Come on now. Vernon Davis. Let's go. Uh, Dwight Clark, R.I.P. We can, we can talk about it. We can talk about teams who have been there once, maybe twice, or we could talk about a franchise who's known for this for this uh location for this uh this spot on the podium. You know, a, a franchise who's not happy to just be here, but actually want to win the championship. Because as you mentioned, we're on that quest for six, baby. I'm just telling you. As oh, as E forty says, bang, bang, nine a gang. Oh man. Well, we've got the two sides out, and yes, we already know who they picking. They've made that very clear, but I want to have a little bit of fun because you know me, I want to play around just a little bit. So, B-Will, we're going to start off with you on this one. What's something that scares you about this matchup? If this happens, what is the thing that gives Philadelphia the NFC title and another trip to the Super Bowl? Chop it up with me. All right. The thing that scares me is the receivers. Uh They've got two – I'm, I'm going to give them their spot. they got two receivers, both went over 1,000 yards this season. So it's not about stopping one guy and making someone else beat you because they can do that. Uh, somebody else can beat you on defense. And so I'm, I, what, what scares me the most is not one but both of them going off and, and our great defense, as great as it is, just has an off day and we can't stop them. Because one thing, one thing that our defense has an issue with is uh, – those those top tier, top five receiver types, and I mean, they got AJ Brown, and they got uh, uh Devonte Smith. No, both real scary guys. That that's that's what I'm afraid of. That's the only fear is is letting them fly. But if we can clip them wings, it's a wrap. I have to say, I'm I'm gonna bring you both in on this one because. I got to get a rebuttal on there. Is there something else that he should fear besides just the receivers? Chuck, holla at me. Uh, how, how do you not mention the duality of Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, Boston Scott? Uh, we, we're almost at the top when it comes to rushing. And when it comes to Jalen and that dual threat ability, he is something that you should be fearful of over anything. So if, if you're going to talk about the people who catch the ball, you got to mention the people who's throwing the ball and getting those handoffs too. Hey, I can't argue that point at all. That sounds beautiful. 
But let's throw it to the other side because Chuck, what is something that that scares you or that you I don't want to say fear, but something that if this happens, not only is it bang bang Niner gang, but Philadelphia is losing at home. Man, don't don't say Philly losing at home. You you're making my feelings hurt a little bit there, brother. But <laughs> if, if the Niners do show up, uh, the the one thing I am fearful for is uh, the 49ers box. You got Fred Warner, you got Joey Bosa, uh, uh, and a mix of of other players in that linebacker and D line core. They're they're scary. If that Bosa boy keep going. Uh, if he if he unlocks it against the number one O line, in my opinion, the Eagles. But if he unlocks it against my O line, it's, it's going to be frightful for us. Because if we can't run the ball, if we getting pressures off off the play actions and the shotgun plays, then we can't keep that offense going. And if that happens, we cooked. Okay, I definitely understand that. And I mean, I just got to say, I, I got to correct it. Joey Bosa, he at home watching. Nick, Nick I'm going to give you your respect, Nick. You missed the sack, man. You missed the handle of that business. Hey, it's it's okay. We don't really care Bosa about the boys. Bosa names. They they both they both furious. <laughs> they both nasty. But neither yeah, of them boys, is, are they going to be on TV? Let's, let's just keep them on the field with that helmet on. That's all I'm saying. Fair, fair. So, B-Will, I'm going to let you, you know, have your pro- – what is something else that he should fear in regards to what y'all can do besides for just Bosa and that – furious pass rush that you guys have. He should uh, fear. Actually, I'm going to pose the question of the reason why he should fear this. Who's going to guard Debo? Who's going to guard Brandon Ayuk? Who's going to guard George Kittle? Who's going to guard Christian McCaffrey? Who's going to guard? And even if you find somebody to guard all that, who's going to guard Kyle Juszczyk? Who's going to, who's going to guard? Who's going to stop the offense? That's, I understand sacks that you guys had, I think, what, like something absurd, like 70 sacks or something on the D-line. That's yeah. cool. But yeah. but we're the, we're, we're the Yak boys, so even if you got even if you get that pressure, who's going to be guarding those players who can catch it and dip? <laughs> oh, I mean, the offense is definitely furious and nasty, and it has that ability to do a lot on both sides. So for this one, I'm going to start it off because I'm a neutral party in this and I just get to have some fun because we got matchups here every way you look at it. As you said, Chuck, you got one of the best offensive lines, if not the best in football, going against a defensive line led by Nick Bosa in 18 and a half sacks. Fred Warner saying, hey, if I blitz, please believe it's all day or every day. For me personally, I mean, BY, I, I want to see that matchup of – the Pro Bowl All Pro corners, that secondary that Philly has, may be the best in football. You can at me, yeah. I really don't care. When you talking Bradbury, when you talking Big Play Slay, when you talking the confidence and the lineage that these boys are bringing to the table every play, but on the other side, it's more than just Debo, it's more than just Ayuk. I mean, George Kittle getting in the mix. We've got weapons on both sides. This is basically showing up to a firefight and saying, hey, unlimited ammo, so who want to let it go? So that's a matchup that I'm looking forward to because that itself might be what determines this game because, hey, that's strength on strength. But, Chuck, what's a matchup that you're looking forward to in this matchup that you just like, oh, yes, let's go? Well, back in my day, uh, 
I play football and I play tight end and defensive line. Uh, I love D-line. And when I watch football any other day or any Saturday or Sunday, I pay attention to the interior. Offense versus defensive line. Uh, I'll scream out sack as soon as I see, as soon as I know that a sack is coming. So that is what I'm looking forward to most. Uh, the 49ers D-line, the Eagles D-line, which we actually have like two starting D-lines. That's how much talent we have at the position. So I just want to see uh, which O-line can hold up uh, the best, the longest. I think it's going to come down to the fourth quarter and whoever still got energy left when it comes to those uh, interior plays, it's going to be the difference in the game. All right, and be well what you uh, – The matchup I'm looking forward to is essentially the quarterbacks of each side, that Fred Warner-Jalen Hurts matchup. Uh, just that the, the cerebral game that's going to be played on the field. Uh, some some don't think that, that they really match up like that, but Fred's calling the plays – does audible switches calls out? I mean, the whole defense will talk talk it out, but I'm I'm wanting to see that that matchup. I'm wanting to see uh, if uh, I know you mentioned uh, that Jalen can get out and run. I wonder if we're going to have a a Warner as a spy that if he if he does run out, they got to meet each other. I'm I'm trying to see that matchup. Um, and a side note, I'd also want, I'm also looking at looking forward to the chess match, which is the coaches. Uh, Sirianni, does he have it in him? Kyle's been here in this game three of the last four years, so let's just see. I, I, I want to see. I want to see those, those two. Those two matchups. Okay. Hey, I mean, it's gonna be a phenomenal game. We're gonna tap back to it in just a few. We're gonna take a second though, and we gotta discuss the back half of Sunday night. We talking about five, not one, not two, not three, not four, but fifth, five AFC Championship games hosted by the Kansas City Chiefs in a rematch of last year's AFC Championship game where the Cincinnati Bengals came to Arrowhead. Get it right for you Bengals fans. We hearing y'all say this, and, hey, you can stop the little bulletin board material. We're going to have something for you on Sunday. Welcome to Arrowhead. But they came into Arrowhead last year and got a dub. So we got to give them their credit and their respect. But understand, a wounded beast is the most dangerous to deal with. So, I mean, I'm going to let y'all have the side of Cincinnati for this one, and y'all going to break it down from that perspective. For me, I'm going to start it off here. What scares me most about this matchup? I mean, it's a simple thing. Cincinnati's receivers. Because Cincinnati, arguably, and honestly, I don't think it's an argument, if you're talking one, two, three at receiver, I think they got the best in the league. I give respect to Philly's receivers, but I'm sorry. I can't give Quez meeting up with Tyler Boyd in that extent. Can he stretch the field and can he make a play? Yes, but I'm still going to take them three boys wearing them bingo strikes. And I just think, yeah, the Niners, they got more weapons. We've discussed this on other times. If we just talking weapons, oh, Cincinnati ain't going to be in the conversation. But we talking receivers. We talking Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. Tyler Boyd, and and they just keep on punching them out. That is what scares me of them getting going. And Jamar Chase, I mean, I I give credit where credit due. That boy did his dirty last year in the regular season. Had like 250, three tugs. He had me ready to go on the field, and I ain't played corner in a long time, (laughs) bro. I'm just saying. Man. 
But I'm listen, I'm gonna let y'all have the role of Cincinnati. What's something about this matchup that you fear Cincinnati having to deal with in regards to the Chiefs? Who won first? I'm gonna let y'all have at it. I'll go first. I'll go first. As uh, Stephen A. Smith would say, Mama, there goes that man. I feel like anybody who's playing the Chiefs has one fear, one fear only, and that's for uh, Sir Patrick Mahomes. Uh, as Shannon Sharp would say, my homeboy. He even even though he's got this high ankle sprain, uh, I, that's still the biggest X factor on, on the on the field for the Chiefs. And Chuck, what about you? What's what's something that you think scares our Chiefs' advantage? If we're not talking about Patrick Mahomes, we gotta say Kelsey. It's the one-two punch everybody fears. Uh, Travis, no matter what what he does what time of the game, if it's 13 seconds left or three whole quarters, that man will find the ball and make a play for Patrick Mahomes. So if you worried about uh, Patrick Mahomes, you have to worry about Kelsey too. Okay. And, hey, for, for my Bills fans, do not at me. I didn't say 13 seconds this time. That man did. So anything you do, you can add Chuck on this one because I ain't in on it. 13 seconds. That's all the man needed. That is crazy. I get it. I'm the one that gets the flag. I get called the Bills basher and everything else when I actually like the squad. So I just had to make sure I put it out there. Now, the matchup that I'm most excited to see, and honestly, I think it's one that not a lot of people are talking about, and I think they should be talking about it more. Because Eli Apple run his mouth way too much. Mike Hilton <laughs> and them boys, oh, yeah, we going to Burrowhead. You wouldn't found the NFL Films camera to say that. Well, that's cool because we got a dude. He ain't been with us long. But if you ask him about Mahomes, just look at that smile that Tony has on his face. Look, that man just looks like everything in the world is perfect. I'm talking about the Chiefs receivers versus the Bengals secondary. Because I don't think Mahomes is going to be scrambling as much as we like him to be, as much as he normally does. I think the high ankle sprain ain't as bad as what some people believed. And that's why the betting line was swinging the way it's been swinging, like a pendulum over the last few days. But Juju, Marquez, Valdez, Scantley, Sky Moore. I mean, we're talking about all of these guys were not on the team last year. And all of these guys are going to have to have a very impactful moment in this game from at least two out of these four for us, in my opinion, to be able to make it over this hump and do what we know we're supposed to be doing and heading out to Arizona to play in the Super Bowl. So what's a matchup that y'all looking forward to since B-Will, you took it first last time. Chuck, why don't you lead off on this one? I wouldn't necessarily say it's a matchup, but. No, it is a matchup. The clock. Whoever gets the ball in the last minute in the fourth quarter, what are you going to do? This is going to be a shootout. I think I think no matter how we look at it, we we know both of these teams are going to score a bunch of points. So whoever has the the ball in the last few moments versus whatever defense they're they're going against, whether it's Burrow versus the Bengals defense or uh, I mean the Chiefs, Chiefs defense or vice versa. Uh, that's the the matchup I'm looking forward to the most. Okay. B-Will, what you got? Mine kind of goes into that a little bit. Mine isn't a direct on-the-field battle, but mine is a who's going to take this spot because there's been lots of rumblings that uh, 
that this that these two quarterbacks are going to be the face of the league, but who's going to be that one guy? I'm I'm trying to see who's going to step up and and uh, essentially be him who screams out "I'm him" and actually win the game out of uh, Joe Burrow and uh, Patrick Mahomes. I'm I'm trying to see who who elevates whose team higher. Who who who's just, just out there outclassing the other one, or hell, who's out there just doing enough to be incrementally better than the other? I want I want to see I want to see a quarterback duel, uh, kind of like back in the the day when we would see those uh, Tom Brady and uh, Peyton Manning duels. You know you know what I'm talking about? Just just two great quarterbacks trying to be him. I like that, and I mean it's funny you say that because. I'm going to need y'all to lock in with me for a second because I'm going to address I'm him. So let, let's just let's, – let's talk about this. Joe Burrow, you, hell of three years in the league, second consecutive AFC championship game, attempting to make his second consecutive Super Bowl and possibly win his first Super Bowl. I mean, he got hurt as a rookie, so he didn't get to finish that season, but he did play some games as a rookie. And, I mean, that's a hell of a three-year stretch to come into the league. I think everybody can agree and say that. Any arguments? Like, that's that's a phenomenal three-year stretch, first three years in the league? The boy on fire. Okay. So, now that we we put that's a great three-year stretch, let's, let's put candidate B on the wall. We've got three years in the league, Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, NFL MVP. Offensive player of the year, 50-plus touchdowns, 5,000 yards passing, AFC championship game, hosting two of them. That's Patrick Mahomes. Joe Burrow, as much as you want to be him, let's understand you are just trying to clip at the heels. You've won one game in Arrowhead. I'm him. Cool. If, If one game in Arrowhead is him, maybe we should give Matt Ryan some love. Maybe we should talk about some of these dudes that we really don't need to discuss. Gardner Minshew might get some extra credit. Sorry, I get it that he not playing this weekend, but Minshew Magic? Hey, he could say I'm him for what he was doing in Jacksonville. He didn't have Dougie P when he was winning. Joe Burrow has had a phenomenal stretch, and honestly, respect to what you have done. This ain't LSU. This ain't Ohio State. You still got Jamar Chase, and you got phenomenal talent. You are the product of what B-Will loves to talk about. You don't make money. No one in this arsenal does. Joe Burrow, third year in the league. Jamar Chase, second year in the league. T. Higgins, third year in the league. Tyler Boyd, barely make money. Joe Mixon, fifth year in the league. Every weapon we're talking about, Samaje Piran, barely makes money. He's third year in the league, I believe, as well, or second year. We're talking about dudes who don't get paychecks. When you talk about the other teams involved, they got guys that produce that actually get money. Joe Burrow, you saying your window is open for the rest of your career? We're going to find out when you get that, you know, $50 million a year contract. We're going to find out when T. Higgins realizes there's a team willing to pay him $25 million a year and that's not the Bengals. We're going to find out when Tyler Boyd now is your number two and you're looking for a consistent three. You lucked out getting Hunter Hearst from Baltimore because they had Mark Andrews. You're not him. You need this win. Cincinnati needs this win more than any team that I can think of in recent history. 
Burrow needs that win more than Jimmy G. I'm just saying. Not a shot. Just a fact. You lose this game, you're another dude who put up decent stats. Whoa. <laughs> hey, sometimes you oh, should. Oh, man. Hey, <laughs> Add him though. Hey, all the Cincinnati. Add me. Add me. Look at the stats. Mahomes got ten more touchdown passes than Burrow, but he's him. Mahomes got more yards, but he's him. Better winning percentage, but he's him. You won a game at home by three points. Congratulations. You've beaten us three straight times. Congratulations. You're not him. You are. You're an upgraded Memphis Grizzly. Win something. All right, I got no, I got no response on that. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! But hey. I'm just saying right now, though, if if, if uh, Joe Burrow does show up with the shiesty on, it, it, he might have heard this before. He... <laughs> hey, I hope he does. But let's jump into this because we know who we want to win. We've all made that very clear. But what is your dream Super Bowl matchup between these four teams? Who wants it first? Oh, I'm going to take it because uh, this is going to be spicy. Uh, we all know I'm I'm go Eagles, fly high every day. Uh, my second favorite team, at least on the collegiate level, is LSU. So I want to see Joe Burr get to the bowl. I love a Joe Burr versus my Eagles Super Bowl. That way, I come out on top. I don't care who wins. And that way, I don't have to miss out on ESPN and that week-long, look who won the big chip. I can watch it with love in my heart because one of my teams was supposed to win. And then Joe Burr ain't got to win no more. But uh, at least this year, it'll be cool. Oh, man. So the road tide stomping over the Bayou Bengals is going to be fine with you because it's going to be the Eagles getting one. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. And don't he he is not no roll tide. Bama cannot take Jalen Hurts anymore. They benched him for Tua Tungavaloa and they sent his ass to Oklahoma. Real quick. I seen that online where they were saying that Jalen Hurts is an Alabama quarterback. No, we ain't. No, we ain't. He may have won a, a chip and no, no. That's why. He went to Oklahoma. That's where he graduated. Hey, he won a chip He's with a Bama. He'll always be considered roll tie. He, yes. He's still Boomer Sooner. But if you won a title, you are always considered that program there. That's bogus, and you know it, because uh, Saban, Saban threw him out like trash. I ain't going trash. that Trash. But B-Will, what's your <laughs> dream matchup? What you got for me? All right, my dream matchup is the it's kind of been the the theme of this postseason, which is run me back my fades. We ran back, you know, Seahawks, run them back, run them back that fade. We uh had to, you know, put the Cowboys back, you know, back to rest. Run me back them fades. I was really hoping the Giants could, you know, do something great so I could run back that fade, but it's fine. Well, we can handle the Eagles and Kansas City Chiefs. Come on down and run me back that fade, please. That's 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 my dream matchup: a Niners Chiefs rematch. Uh, 
and, and you know, the good guys will come out on top this time. Oh, I, I got so so you want another one of those. That's what that's what you want. You wanted me to put up another one. No, no, it's no, cool. No, no, I understand. You, you didn't hear me. The 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 version of the, this will end up being at my house, and they'll have the Niner stuff on it. Uh, it won't it won't be that one. That one's that one's hideous anyway. Arizona Chuck, way better stadium. Chuck, didn't he say the good guys win? That's what <laughs> is, he said. Is, is I don't, Pat, I don't know which Patrick Mahomes like the beloved quarterback, like Mister Ketchup himself. I mean, this man. Steak gets ketchup with him. He's just all everything. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. If we saying the good guys, you can't say no to that smile. You ain't even seen his brother and his wife. In B Will's defense, no, that that is an excellent point. We ain't seen them much. That is amazing. Uh, but B Will's point, Mister Irrelevant gets a bowl win. That'll be like some of the the greatest TV you ever seen in your life. Brock Purdy gets okay. a Super Bowl. Okay, I'm gonna say this before I say my dream matchup, and I want to make this very <laughs> clear because this this needs to stop. Okay, he is not Mister Irrelevant anymore. Tom Brady was a seventh round draft pick. Guess what? You stop referring to him as a seventh round draft pick and refer to him as the greatness that he's done. Brock Purdy is undefeated as a starter. Brock Purdy has played better than any quarterback on the Niners roster. Brock Purdy has made Trey Lance expendable. He's not Mr. Irrelevant. He is the most relevant figure on their offense because Trey Lance ain't healthy enough to play a game. Jimmy G, we understand what you got. That is Mr. Relevant. I'm sorry. I'm tired of hearing the Mr. I get it. He was the last pick, but no, I can't. He ain't your third quarterback no more. He not Mr. Relevant no more. He is a quality starting championship caliber quarterback. Respect that man's name. Hmm. Okay. Okay. That's my two cents there. I, I, I everyone says I know Mr. Relevant. <laughs> no, I stopped saying it because because it, it's because yeah, you're right. We we seven weeks, eight weeks into the experiment, he he grades so, out as a top as a top five quarterback in the last eight weeks or whatever. <laughs> so does do the Niners get rid of the quarterback issues and stick with Purdy? Is the question? Uh, no, I've said what the Niners are going to do. The Niners are letting Jimmy G go, which they already were going to do, and they yeah. will either sit Trey Lance behind Purdy because with the Niners' quarterback situation, I don't know if y'all knew this, health is a problem. They really struggle to keep people healthy around there. I don't know why. So they need the depth at quarterback. I have one more thing. It doesn't matter if Betty White was quarterback right now with the weapons that 49ers have. It doesn't matter. Like, it could be Brock Purdy. (laughs) It could be Trey Lance. It could be Jimmy G. It could be RG3. It can be me. It doesn't matter because they picked up CMC midseason. And once when you added that to a a locker room that had explosiveness everywhere you bat an eye, it didn't matter who the quarterback was. So I think, and I'm pretty sure we're going to get into some of your questions, uh, more topics later, but I think the true Brock Purdy shows up this week. This is when we find out, is he legit or is he just a plug-and-play guy that ended up getting with Shanahan, which is one of the greatest offensive minds to ever walk and uh 
uh, a great team. So we're we going to see. Just I, have to bring that up. My bad. I hear you. That's one I, I'm, I'm going to agree to disagree because Fred Warner said mm-hmm. it best. And actually, George Kittle said it best and Fred Warner agreed to it. When Brock Purdy walked in the huddle, those vets all said that was Brock Purdy's hurdle. He walked in there and said, mm. shut up and this is us. Let's go. You didn't get that from Trey Lance. You barely got that from Jimmy G. Purdy has commanded that offense and, and made plays. So I can't even just say it's Shanahan's off, even though that gives you a great, hey, if you're going to give me an all-pro running back, an all-pro receiver, an all-pro tight end, a Pro Bowl caliber receiver that, you know, if he if he wants to practice and actually catch the ball, he could do some things. Sorry, Ayuk, I'm going by what your own coach said about you. And then we add in the best left tackle in football, plus right. a very, very good offensive line. Yes, almost any guy back there is going to have success. But I can't diminish what Purdy has done because he has commanded the game and that Cowboys game. Respect. He had to play through a lot and he had to actually go and win that game. CMC didn't win that game. Brock mm-hmm. Purdy led mm-hmm. them to win that game. Yeah. So he, I, I know people who said that it, it was blasphemous to think that Purdy was going to have a better game than uh, Sir Dak Prescott. And uh, no, nope, Sir Dak Prescott. That. Nope, we're not doing that. You didn't have nope. it. But I'm just. Nope. What? What I do? Dak, media, media. I, Dak is not getting any type of time over here because he will get. Okay, slaughtered. I can agree with that. I got, I got I an equal span right there. If we start going on Dak, <laughs> we ain't gonna stop. We gonna stop this media. We got seven years worth to talk about. Just respect to Purdy. Oh nope. man, nope. You know I'm gonna kill that. You want another one? Nope. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Please don't do it. Don't do it. He want to do it, but please don't do it. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm Cowboys fans still in my DMs. I'm going to go my dream matchup. So, of course, we got the Chiefs. And I've, I've honestly went back and forth on this because both teams are going to be issues. Like, neither one of y'all is. do I say, hey, if we get this team, we got this advantage right here that's about to be wraps. For me? I can give a damn by running it back. My dream matchup, though, would be a rematch. It would be against the 49ers because I ain't trying to see Jalen Hurts running on that field. I'm sorry. We don't do well against mobile quarterbacks, and that man can run. So he can keep his butt in Philly. Brock, it's okay. You can come over to Arizona. Uh, That turf ain't that good, so you probably going to have some injured joints by the time you make it there anyway. We good. Look, I don't know if you know this, but Brock in Arizona—that's his home. That's his home. He—that's where he's from. Yeah, he might have cool. played at Iowa State, but that's where he's from. That's cool. I'm, I'm glad. We we gonna we gonna send a lot of people home that day, so he he can go home, celebrate. He can drive to the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we he can celebrate with his whole family. They all gonna be like, "Hey, that's the first rookie to ever make it to the Super Bowl." Yeah, I'm fine with that. Man, but hey, let's you know let's let's lock back in just for a second because we got a semi-serious topic. It's been on every media outlet. The waves have gone crazy. Betting spreads have been swinging left and right because of it. Pat Mahomes' ankle. For those of you who don't know, last game, first quarter. I mean, 
It couldn't have been. We looked so good before he hurt his ankle. The man was th- was throwing passes in the air, throwing stuff behind the back. He was over there moving and grooving. I thought Chris Brown was over there breaking over there. It, it was just nice <laughs> to see. And then he got his ankle rolled up. It was not a dirty play. I've, I've had some of you ask me, no, it was not a dirty play. It was a football play. You try to get that quarterback down. And when you got a mobile guy like Mahomes that, hey, I'm a defender, and I've said it myself. If I had to play against Pat Mahomes, he's going to catch a hit. It's probably going to be late because I don't know if I'm going to get him between the whistles, but you're going to catch one. It happens. But what are y'all thoughts? How how limited is he going to be? I mean, there's videos showing him hopping around, still doing some basketball plays. He's saying he feels better than he thought he was going to feel. I mean, what's your thoughts here? My thoughts on this, he feels great because that's that's them, that's that NFL doctor shooting up the most pure pain relief medicine straight directly to the source. But uh, <laughs> but a high ankle sprain, that's a sprain on its own is a four to six, four to eight week injury in which you might not be able to, you know, move right. High ankle, that's even longer. And from what I've been able to, I've never had a high ankle sprain, but from what I've been able to gather about that, it's not it's not necessarily the moving forward, like straight and back, that's going to be the issue. It's going to be the the needing to change direction. The I took a three-step drop back and I need to go to the right or I need to go to the left. That's when he's going to really feel some of that, that pain, unless, as I mentioned, the doctors done got him the good, good stuff. He got got him that uh, that Aaron Rodgers treatment out there, so he ain't feeling a thing. The that, that... <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I just want y'all to understand, because it's been talked about a lot, he did have a high ankle sprain a few years ago. The very next game, seven days later, threw for over 400 yards and four touchdowns with no picks. And that is because Patrick Mahomes is an alien. Now, last week, uh, when the game was going on, I, I was watching it. And what Patrick does in the regular season, I feel like shouldn't transfer over to the postseason. I feel like you should lock it in, kind of tighten things up. And he was playing like it was a regular season game. He was hot dogging, doing this, the same Madden, running around in the circle, press B, Y, jump lob fade to the receiver he was doing all of that and he got caught up with the receiver you know tailing behind him pulled him down and that's how the strain happened i think i think he's going to get past it because again he is an alien robot uh whatever special being he is he will surpass this and and hopefully get the win hopefully not i don't think he's going to be that big of an issue uh, when it comes to uh the play but i think he needs to lock in uh, his his uh, improvisation, like the improv, and and stick to the plays that Andy develops for him. Okay. And I think they'll they'll be okay. I definitely agree to that. I think the offense will have some simpleness in certain things where yeah. he doesn't have that uh, that sit in the pocket for a five step, seven step drop too much, where he will be able to dance around. But hey, I so, mean. Andy drew up the play where it says, was like Andy drew up the play and and it said, you know, we don't have traditional seven step drops. We have a seven step drop. Then Pat, you're gonna run to the left, then to the right, 
do a, a spin right here just to throw off the D like they think that you, you're improving, but this is part of the play, and then you're going to throw it. <laughs> it makes no sense what he can do. It's called Sandlot, baby. They, they practice it at practice. <laughs> That's the crazy part. They literally practice it at practice. He threw a ball over his head, y'all. He did this. Like, how do you, how do you defend that? I told you. That's I'm why he's not from this earth. I'd be hitting him. I, I would give him one and be like, "I'll take the flag." I hope he don't. Maybe not. Maybe not a hit. How about a drop kick? You have to Bobby Boucher him. <laughs> you got. Like, I don't know because I remember. Got a I, remember in, I remember in the Super Bowl, Jimmy Ward gave him that pop. And it didn't seem to stop him that much. He, he said, gave him that pop, like on the on like the five yard line. He did fumble it straight out of bounds, but it, it didn't. It didn't. And proceeded to <laughs> score a touchdown the very next. Yeah, time. I was saying he still <laughs> kept going. I was like, "Ooh, that's gonna be. We're gonna see Chahenny. Nope. nope. Hey, so I, okay, I just gotta say this because you said Chad Henney, and this is shout out to my kids. Um, Chad Henney is not Chad Henney in my household. For those of you who have kids. For those of you who are a kid, are you familiar with Toy Story? Because in my household, Chad Henney is Buzz Lightyear. These boys have committed that he looks just like Buzz Lightyear. So when he step on the field, it's to infinity and beyond. (laughs) Oh, man. So, hey, Buzz came in the last game and helped us out with a 98 yarder. He had that shit ready to go. To infinity and beyond. See, uh, Chad Henney's human, so that's fine. But Patrick, <laughs> he's he not human, so. Oh man, whatever. <laughs> he said whatever. <laughs> so, since we talking injuries, I gotta ask. I mean, is there any question over Jalen's health now after the last two games and performances he put out there? Well, it, it kind of is because the Giants really wasn't a game after the third quarter. I, and he did use his legs, but he really didn't have to, like, our bread and butter, the fourth and one QB sneaks, the rugby style plays. He really didn't have to do that because we really wasn't put in that position. I think this week we will be. Uh, so this is going to be like the final test. And I, I seen an analyst, I think, I'm not sure who it was, but it was like, it doesn't matter if it's hurt or not. This is our last game. It's not like you you can just play it safe. You go you go all in because if you do win, you get a week to recover. You can shoot up the the shoulder with Novocaine. You can do whatever. So it doesn't matter if he's hurt or not. You you go. You make sure you're not the reason we lose. Oh, 100 percent. There, Jalen Hurts yeah. is not missing a play a game and for oh, e- no. Oh, no. for ESPN and every other media outlet talking about breaking news Pat Mahomes is going to start in the AFC championship game yeah and water's wet and fire's hot didn't nobody think yeah. that man wasn't about to play he can walk what about you play. B. Will is Jalen Hurts's injury a concern look we'll see after he gets popped by either uh, Jimmy Ward uh, Greenlaw or uh, or Huff, I, I know one of those three is going to hit him. Whether it be during the like actual tackling or a definite fifteen yarder, he going to get hit by one of those three, and uh, we'll see how how it goes. And and like and like you said, you was mentioning it's not like a dirty thing. It's just a stop that. I'm a, <laughs> you need to stop that. Oh, facts. Stop that's it. A, 
I got to let you, no. I got to see how you feel when you catch one. And sometimes a statement hit, it's right after the whistle. That's just that, hey, I'm here and I'm coming for the rest of the day. I need you to think about that when you're sitting in that pocket. Yep. I feel, I feel like y'all are, are trying to bring back Bounty Gate. The way y'all are speaking about Jalen Hurts, and I oh, do no. not appreciate those things. Oh, oh no, no, say for no, 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 no. Remember, I I'm said joking. I was going to have Mahomes. I mean, Hurts. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm taking out Hurts' knee if you if I'm being a buck about it. <laughs> I need him as a pocket <laughs> passer. If I'm hitting That's Hurts, hey, I'm leaving his shoulder alone. I want him in the game, but I'm making sure that he ain't got one of them legs. I want Hurts as a pocket passer. If he just MCL. <laughs> No, ACL. hey, it ain't even got no, no. I give him oh, a bone bruise. I just don't want him to, to run for thirty yards on me. <laughs> he, I don't want a ligament. I don't want a limit injury, injury or nothing. You could ice it up just, in three days, be fine, just for the day. I don't want you being as mobile as you like to be. That's it. Yeah, I dig it. You want to? You want to get one of them extra bumps or bruises that they be talking about? It's like we all got bumps and bruises. You want them to get another bump or a bruise? <laughs> hey, this is what I'll say, and this is not a disrespectful statement. This is just me being honest. I would rather have a Jalen Hurts go against. Let me say, I would rather go against a Jalen Hurts that cannot run, whether it be the injury or rules. Say, hey, bro, you got to sit in the pocket. All you could do is pocket pass. Versus have Brock Purdy that really all he does is pocket pass. He'll create a little bit, but Jalen's dynamic weapon, the ability to run, is what allows these receivers to get open as much as they do. He can extend the plays. He will gut the defense. It creates lanes that makes your life a living hell. That is why I don't want Jalen running. So, no, nah, his shoulder, now nah, you good. Pass it all you want. I just need you in between tackle and tackle. Stay there. I live with those results. So let's go predictions. We are here. I, I really want to see. So we going right into y'all. We we ain't bringing Bounty Gate into it, but we got them big, bad Niners. Bang, bang, <laughs> Niners game. We got fly, eagle, fly. The link is about to be rocking. I don't know if there's a lacrosse game before this one, but I bet you they sell out that game too. They're going to have tailgate <laughs> rocking like it ain't no tomorrow. <laughs> These men sat there for 12 hours getting lit to make sure the Giants knew what it was. So I need predictions for the score. I know who you picking. You're not going to throw out some weirdness there. So what we got? Since you're the, since you're the guest, I'll, I'll let you I'll let you go, Chuck. Okay. I, I appreciate it. Okay, so I, I think the the first half is going to be them filling each other out. Uh, it's common sense. That's how most of these playoffs go. I think a few big plays will happen. So I see fourteen fourteen coming into the half, uh, and then after that, I do think uh, Sirianni will come up with some more plays than Shanahan. Scared to say, but I, I think that will happen. I think the final score will be 31-21. I think it's somewhere around here. Oh, you heard it here. 31-21 Eagles. So we got a close one, but the only thing I'm going to ask you before I swing it over and let B-Will rock with it and let me know, is that a is that a 31 that y'all extended to it late? Or is that one yeah, that they made yeah. a little bit closer? Oh, they extended it, to 31? No, I, I think – yeah, I think we extended to – I think we get a touchdown ahead, go into the fourth, get a field goal in the fourth, and uh, just stop them 
uh, on the defensive front from then okay. on out. Okay, I like it. I like it. So, be well. The floor is yours. All right. I can't believe he said that Sirianna was going to do more than Kyle Shanahan. The thing is, is with our coaches, we got look, we got three, we got basically three head coaches on on, on the team. We got first of all, Sirianni got to outdo outdo D'Amico. <laughs> D'Amico, who's who's the, on the top of so many lists, looks like he's about to be Texans coach. I hate it had to be them, but uh, I, I see the be. game. I see the game being close, uh, real close. I, I think it might be like a 10, 13 and a half, but I see it coming down to the very end, tied, locked up, 27-27, and uh, the, the, there's going to be a kicker that comes out onto the field, a kicker who has never missed a playoff, a playoff kick, extra point or field goal, the one and only – Robbie Gold is going to come out there and send the Eagles fans home, cry, Eagles cry, 30 to 27 Niners. And we're going to, and we're going to Rocky, Rocky fight up, up some stairs, you know, be rocking. Man. Okay. Disrespectful. So, whew, I, I'm kind of different from both of y'all. See, I think, I think one of these teams it's going to come out in the first half and punch the other one in the mouth. I mean, Mike Tyson said it best. Everybody got a game plan till you catch one. I think one of them going to have, I just want to say probably a 10, 10 to 13 point lead at half. And they're going to wonder, is this game going to get out of control? It's not going to get out of control, but it's not going to get that much closer from there. I am... Oh, I don't like that I'm saying this because I didn't want this team to do it. I'm calling for the Philadelphia Eagles to win this game 31 to 17. And it might not be that close. And the reason we have San Francisco link, loses will not be because of Brock Purdy. I'm going to say, and this is, I get as blasphemous to say it, and a Niners fan, y'all going to at me, and I really don't care. Fred Warner will get demolished in this game. I think the focal point will be stopping him. Fred Warner is that dude. Fred Warner is arguably the best linebacker in football, and honestly, I don't think there's an argument. From his size to his strength to his speed to his ability to make plays. And with you being that guy, that means teams focus for you. And I think that Eagles offensive line combined with that running game, they are going to focus on targeting Fred Warner to get him out of place. It'll start early with three and four yard gashes, but it'll be the hits that you'll just see Warner continually take. I think that's going to be their target. They're going to live with Greenlaw making some plays. They're going to live with the secondary, stepping up and doing some things. But their entire vocal point, in my opinion, is going to be Fred Warner. And so in, with that, keep it in mind, uh, I hate to say I got the Eagles winning this because I ain't want to see Jalen Hurts in no Super Bowl. But I got the Eagles handling 31-17. I know you want to get at me, b -Well. I can see it already. You know, I'm just – you know, Fred, I got you, bro. San Diego, stand up. I gave the man all the credit. 
<laughs> Fred, I, I hear you, bro. Fred, San Diego, stand up. <laughs> oh man! And I think not not to mention because nobody has said it, but the Eagles are playing at the link, and we have one of the craziest home field advantages in in the league, other than like the twelve man in Seattle. Uh, the Chiefs have a great home base too, but in the NFC, I don't think anybody gets better than our crazy fans. So I think that uh, also I seen earlier that, you know, having the 49ers come to the East Coast, that messes up with their body clock, playing a mid midday game, that could be a factor as well. Uh, I think the the home field isn't just like the stadium. I think it's the environment and what's going on that weekend. I think plays in the the fact on for a West Coast team. Oh, definitely. So, yeah. I mean, we got my game. We got the Chiefs versus the Bengals. This one, whew, I hope I'm wrong for the score because it's going to hurt my heart if I'm right. The Chiefs, I'm going with my middle son, Liam. Daddy heard you. Chiefs 27. Bengals 24, the identical score to last year's AFC Championship game, but reversed. Chiefs win off of a field goal, heading back to the Super Bowl. And Mahomes throws for 400 yards. (laughs) Had to get that in there. I was like, dang. (laughs) Hey, what what y'all score predictions there? All right, I'm going to go. Okay, okay. I'm going to go For the the Bengals, I think it's going to be a Joe Shiesty game. But I'm going to have them putting up 34-31 Bengals. I I want the Chiefs to win, but I just feel like the Bengals. There's something about it. Plus, you know, Patrick, the alien Mahomes, he got got a a hurt paw. We don't know. Might not happen. So, thirty-four, thirty-one. Bengals win again. Go back to the go back to the Super Bowl, uh, and have a, a Buffalo Bills type of experience when they keep going back to the Super Bowl. The Bengals are what the Chargers were for Peyton Manning. You can't understand <laughs> why they can beat the guy because they can't beat anybody else. <laughs> but for some reason, they are able to do that. But guess what? Peyton started winning. But hey, we gotta earn it. Bengals are three and zero against Mahomes. Chuck, what you got? Uh, I think this is gonna be a shootout. I'm gonna I'm gonna cop out. I don't wanna. Oh Lord! And he was coming with something that it was like, nope, nope, we ain't doing that. Hold on, let me let me switch something. Oh, okay. Had to switch up my camera. Uh, I don't. I'm going I'm to make a cop out. It's going to be a blowout. Or not a blowout. I'm sorry. A shootout. I think it's going to be like 35, 35, maybe 42 coming going into the fourth quarter. And whoever has the ball last, I think this is going to be Joe Burrow's shining moment, and he, he gets the final touchdown. So maybe 42, 35, Bengals away. Okay. Hey, there's a lot of betters and fans that would love to see that shootout because we know offense is what the ratings and everybody want to see. Yeah, man. Touchdown sale tickets. Exactly. That's why these quarterbacks making this money. 
Oh yeah. So well, your quarterback's making that money. What you talking about? <laughs> hey, your quarterback gonna make money in a few years, but he gonna make some money. They smart. They pay him now. Well, they can't even play Purdy now. They can't. He cannot. They can't. Oh. contract for at least two years. I'm thinking of uh, yeah. uh, Burrow. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh no, oh. Burrow. He for sure. They if they yeah. smart, yes. Start racking that up now because yeah, in a year or two, yeah, you probably gonna be talking about fifty five, sixty million. Easy. Mm-hmm. So, what are the closing words, closing arguments, closing statements you got? As the guest, Chuck, I will let you start this one off. What do you want to close us up with? Uh, first of all, I just want to say, you know, thank you. Thank you for calling me out, having me join the show, being representative of my podcast, just to show love to my Eagles uh, and to big y'all up for what y'all doing. Secondly, the Eagles going to tear tear it up. I feel like we, we are the team of destiny this year. Next year, it can be somebody else's turn. But this year is our turn. And when we're holding up that Lombardi, and that black chocolate excellence is kissing that trophy. And he's saying, I love you, mama. And he, he's sitting there giving all the love. And he's not talking about Alabama. He's just talking about the greatness that Oklahoma gave him. I'm going to say, I told y'all so. And y'all can invite me back. And I'll, I'll, you know, sit there and entertain y'all for another hour. Telling y'all how great Jalen is. Oh, man. Hey, we're going to run this one back for show. And if Philly... Beats the Niners. You back. Regardless, whether it's Chiefs or Bengals, you back. We doing this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'll try to see. Uh, I, I, maybe uh, my co-host can join, too. Yes. We really, really can show y'all some pure ignorance because both of us together, it's entertainment at all times. I'm all in. Be well. What is your closing words, closing statements? I just want to extend that uh, thank you for uh, – for sharing your time with us, Chuck. Uh, I appreciate that insight. Uh, get a better understanding about this week's opponent. Hope you got one too. Um, but uh, closing remarks. Uh, let's just let's just let's just uh, enjoy enjoy the game. Uh, take in the take in the moment, and uh, we'll see we'll see who comes out victorious. There we go. There we go. And my closing remarks are going to be real simple, real easy. We got three teams, two podcasts. Hey, we got three brothers enjoying, sharing information, insight, and being on with each other. So stay locked in with us. Support Chopping It Up. Support You Mad as a Meme. We want you to make sure you let us know what you want to hear about because we always going to try to bring it. Hey, it is championship weekend afc championship nfc championship somebody here gonna get bragging rights at least one of us is going to the super bowl possibly two so hey thank you for rocking with us we're gonna holler at y'all